Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sure. I can't believe I'm doing this. You can do an intro. Hi, this is uh, episode, I don't know what number. Uh, but, uh, welcome. I have <laughs> guest speaker. If you could introduce yourself, guest speaker. Hi, my name is Nelson <laughs> and, uh, I'm very happy to be here tonight. Yeah, Nelson. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad that we're able to, uh, record this podcast together. So <laughs> we're currently a little bit drunk and, and we're recording this podcast and we just said, you know, why not? Fuck it. So we're we, having some interesting conversations. So yeah, let's record so, it. So we've been having interesting conversations and I don't know if it's because of the alcohol we think it's interesting. Yes. Maybe you guys would be the judge. I think but, that's because we're just awesome people. Yeah, and I think so. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. With awesome minds. <laughs> <laughs> so, and also, you got the flexibility of not posting this if it doesn't go anywhere, too. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. But, hey, we've been talking about some interesting topics about, you know, deep topics about life. And, right. yeah. So, Nelson, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so, I'm a software engineer. Okay. I'm working on virtual reality and augmented reality for uh, for the DOD, uh, trying to advance... What's the DOD, Nelson? Department of Defense. Wow, okay. So we're trying to advance um, the uh, emerging technologies to try to solve some of the DOD problems. Uh, more more in in the realm of um, getting rid of like the expensive simulators and seeing what we could do with off-the-shelf hardware and uh, implementing those instead. Um, uh, we're doing it, but you know, I think it has a big hist- a future ahead of us. So we'll see where it goes. Um, it's the industry is growing. I've been working at uh, the virtual reality lab for the last four or five years now, and during that That's time, amazing. it's been exploding. So we'll see what the future. I'm excited to see what the future has to hold for us. But. That's amazing. Yeah. So yeah. So that's about it about me. <laughs> Besides that. Um, yeah, and hey, not to mention what we we're just talking about. So that's your job, of course. Mm-hmm. But um, you have lived in how many countries? I was in the military, so I jumped around a lot. So right. I was in Germany. I was in Texas. Uh, I was in uh, Virginia. Um, but then I, you know, I travel all the time too. So I've been to Paris. Europe, I guess, is the same thing. <laughs> yeah. So what, sure. what would you say? Uh, well, so right now we're in San Diego. So this is where you live. And you lived here for 20 years, you said. Yeah. So what is your favorite country or place you've lived in or been to? I think Japan has been one of my, uh, right on. my, my favorite places that, that left an impact on me. And I yeah. was all like, wow, what am I doing with my life? Were, were you in Tokyo? I was in Tokyo. And I That's regret amazing. not spending more time in Tokyo. Um, 
uh, I when I went there, my friends told me don't spend time in Tokyo. <laughs> it's it's a to- all touristy out. You don't want to waste your time there. So I didn't spend make much time in Tokyo, but I love Tokyo, and I wish I would have spent more time. I think I was only there for four days. Um, during that time, it, it was amazing. I didn't get to see everything I wanted to see. Yeah. But I did enjoy, like I mentioned, I was in, I'm, uh, I'm into Latin dancing, like salsa dancing, bachata, um, merengue, cha-cha. And, yeah. And uh, in Japan, we went okay. to a Latin dance club. Get out of here. And it was amazing because you can't communicate with anybody because nobody yeah. speaks English. But they wow. dance. They dance and you communicate through dance, which is amazing. No, you know, just... Going right halfway around the world and just communicating someone with dancing is is amazing. Just your so. body language, yeah. yeah. That sounds fantastic. I have been to Tokyo. Oh, how nice. Yeah, I was there for maybe roughly um, three nights. Okay. It was a short trip, but this is when I was um, previously working in the Bay Area, and I, I thought the city was fantastic. Yeah. Um, the transit system is amazing. People were friendly. Uh, I didn't speak the language, but, I mean... I was able to use like a translator app on my phone mm-hmm. and you know people never judged me for it they oh, were just yeah. always willing to help uh the two words let me let me think what i what do i know in japanese i know konnichiwa konnichiwa is hi right oh. yep um ohayou and then thank you is how do you say it oh ohayou gozaimasu is one of the ones i remember is good morning okay yes mm-hmm. and then i know arigato, arigato. arigato. Thank, yeah, you. thank you do you know more words, Nelson? Uh, probably not. <laughs> when I was there, I, I was building my vocabulary, but since then, I haven't really practiced too much. But I okay. did love the language, and I think um, yes, it's a little easier to learn than some of the other um, yeah, Middle, or the Eastern countries. I expect you to say Tokyo. I actually didn't even know you've been to Tokyo, so that's that's awesome. Um, that's beautiful. I think that one thing I remember about Tokyo or Japan in general so clean the streets are so clean and there's no <laughs> trash cans anywhere right so you gotta carry your trash with you in your backpack until you find i remember that can. i did the same <laughs> i had to like carry it in my purse yeah mm. wow yeah that is beautiful though. I, I i'd love to go there again but there's so many other countries to see so i'll probably put it in the backlog for now but i do want to go back there one day absolutely i agree i want to explore more of the maybe rural areas yeah sure um mine was definitely tokyo was on the top yes Uh, i also enjoy brussels a lot okay uh diverse crowd you know diverse crowd people are friendly whatever you see diversity i think it's a positive thing you know what i mean it's where you know um people are welcome no matter what they look like or where they're from i think it's a positive indication right right yeah it's weird yeah because i grew up in california all my life and i realized that not every you know you, you think that everybody is diverse as we are in california you know, yeah all different types of they're races not the they, they are so not <laughs> yeah and when i joined the military that's what i realized one of the main things i realized is that you know the rest of this country isn't as diverse as california or it's New not York hey in fact i think i mean california is unique in a sense where some areas are diverse and some are not but um like, even take New Jersey, for instance, right? I feel like, well, so that's where um, I grew up in New Jersey. So I feel like South Jersey, maybe there's not much diversity. Maybe I'm biased. Maybe I'm narrow-minded there. But no, I, I agree with you. Yeah, we're, we're lucky to be in, in these areas like San Diego, um, where you just kind of feel like at home. 
Yeah. Did you watch the Jersey Shore much when you were living out there? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it a lot like that? Is it... It's not. <laughs> it's not. I hate that you said that. Um, it's funny. I, I think people outside of the U.S. watch that show and make that assumption about Jersey City. Like everyone in, Jersey, in New Jersey is like that. And that is just a misconception. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's hilarious. But uh, no, not at all. I mean, do I do I seem like a, no, a, a no, no, I don't no, know no. what is a gooey dad? <laughs> I, I didn't watch the show that much, but I, like, I know like like gooey dough and gooey dad. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm, de- I'm definitely I don't think I'm a gooey dad. Mm-hmm. I think I'm too much of a nerd for that. Yeah. Yeah, and so are you? I think. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. But the sure. weird thing is that nerd is more of a, it's not a derogatory as much as it used to be anymore. <laughs> uh, it's gotten mainstream. I think so. I think, I, I see that as a compliment, to be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah, I think it means great minds. Yeah, I agree. For sure. So, anyway. Um, so, you're telling me that you, I don't know if you want to get too personal, but you're telling me that you sometimes uh, get anxious about things? Yeah. Did you share a little bit of um, what makes you anxious or what... what um... Um, so I, well, this is also still in the personal realm, but I'm, I'm uh, open to share. I've had anxiety for a long time in my life. Um, I had to understand why that was. You know, it could be so many different things. Oh, oh no. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. It's not good for audio. This guy's this, 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 conference calls Yeah, so, we, so Nelson has three dogs. Uh, I don't mind mentioning them at all. They're all adorable. And they're yeah, great company. Yeah, we got Yoshi <laughs> here. Uh, uh, Helps Izzy. with the anxiety. Yeah. And Jack. Yeah. They're usually pretty quiet. but <laughs> They're excited because they can feel our energy. See? <laughs> <laughs> and Yoshi is what? What, what is uh, Yoshi's breed? Inu. Shiba Inu. And yeah. he's, he's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> what a cutie dog. pie. And yeah, not to mention. So yeah, I would say with anxiety, um, I may have to associate that to maybe being a highly sensitive person. We call them HSPs in the psychology world. So our nervous systems are a little bit just sensitive, I guess, compared to other people. And we feel things when it feels good, it feels really good. But when it feels bad, it feels absolutely terrible. So I think um, we get more traumatized compared to other people very for, easily. For smaller things? Well, so, I mean, as you get grow into being an adult, you know yourself more. So you're not as traumatized. You come from a, more of a place of understanding. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you first go off into the world and you <laughs> face these oh, things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that kind of answers your question, right, Nelson? Yeah, yeah. The anxiety definitely. stuff, yeah. yeah. Is, there, is there anything um, that's giving me anxiety today or lately in your life um the sleep factor definitely doesn't help i, I would say oh my gosh. Um, you, have a, you mentioned you're a night person usually right yes so yeah i'm currently in an erratic schedule and i am a night owl so early mornings are not my thing i think you're a night owl as well yeah and i've been so able feel to get me. away with um like four to five hours a night i could get away with that for you a long, can for a long time you know some people are actually genetically inclined for that yeah. they have a specific gene in their body that allows them to thrive with just five or four hours of sleep compared to the average adult who needs eight hours really okay so maybe you're one of those uh mutants yeah maybe you're one of those I'm, x-men I'm okay for a long time I do, <laughs> I do like i know they say you can't catch up on sleep 
Yeah. I never quite understood that, but that's what everybody says. But every once in a while, after doing that for a long time, like like I sleep on the weekend, like until past noon or something. I feel so That sounds good. nice. Yeah. Good, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. No, sleep sleep is um is medicine. Your brain definitely needs it. You know. That's yeah, so um, interesting. You know, as a species, we never <laughs> evolved to get rid of sleep. You know, and the whole world has to sleep. Yeah. Even, even animals, even <laughs> fish and dolphins. I mean, we can't get away from it. Yeah, and you know, dreams are actually um, a good indication that your brain is actually processing from your subconscious. And um, there's a theory or an idea, or maybe it's true, uh, that dreams may just be the multiverse. Like it may be just other lives you've lived, or. Um, who knows, phenomena happening in another universe where you're a different person. And, I mean, life could be anything. Who are we to say? Science shouldn't be um, the yeah, thing that feeling. dictates on what is possible. Right. I, I think that uh, there's just so much we don't understand, we don't know, because of our human condition. We're, we're not able to really understand something beyond our senses, and which yeah, definitely exists in my experience. So, you know, even the idea of God, I believed in God and I didn't believe in God, but I do think I'm, I'm a more, um, I think, I try to think from a more universal mindset and to keep the notion of God neutral in a sense where, hey, maybe there is such thing as a higher power, but I, I don't think it needs to be Jesus or it, it needs to be Moses. It's just, it's just some type of, universal infinite energy that we're all connected to interesting yeah and i think there's god in you there's god in me and i think that we could be jesus if we wanted to i think jesus is just an example of someone that was just so connected to love that even to this day after thousands of years his love was so great that we still hear about it still telling the story yeah and i think we definitely have um the potential to be that kind of love we do but it's just hard because our egos get in the way or you know subconscious things all the gunk we're hiding there gets in the way their insecurities anxiety gets in the way i think hmm. sorry getting a little deep there yeah, no, that's awesome i think the wine's slowing me down too but it's, it's nice to ponder things like that yeah what do, you, what do you think um so you mentioned past lives and stuff do you uh, do you think um that we move on after this life, after we die. Do you think we we uh, we, we uh, reborn somewhere or something? Or um, so I think there's many possibilities, but the one that I have come across is um, to get to the level of Jesus, since he's you know our popular guy over here. Mm. with his uh, amazing divine example um and then hinduism too you know hinduism also preaches a lot of profound things uh like i've been attending these meetings of the bhagavad gita which is the hindu holy book love reading the concepts i like anything that is universal and that's not condemning a certain group of people because mm-hmm. that is i don't think that's god at all but anyway, um, yeah, we. I think we agree about. That. I just had a huge conversation with my family about this. Um, and I usually don't share this with everybody, but <laughs> yeah, that's one of my biggest pet peeves is is um, that there's so many religions out there that that think everybody else is going to hell, 
like everybody else they're always pointing the picture yeah and i'm all like well first of all logically that doesn't make any sense i mean somebody yeah. must be wrong you know right you guys aren't and there's a good chance that you're wrong um so you might be the one going to hell but i mean it just doesn't make sense if if everybody is trying to 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 even even let's just say christians in general everyone loves god believes in god everyone loves God and Jesus, but they're going to hell just because they they didn't follow the Bible a certain way that other people thought they were following it. It's just a big pet peeve of mine. It always feels yeah. like, it always feels like, um, makes me feel dark inside to hold some of that judgment and yeah and anger and um and it it, it doesn't feel like it's 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 um God when when I'm in that environment. I feel like it's not. there's something else in there that I shouldn't feel that way. Yeah. And even though people tell me that, yeah, you're not, you're, um, well, if you don't believe it, you're going to go to hell. I'm all like, well, you know what? When I meet my maker, I'm going to have to take it up with him and tell him, you're <laughs> right, God. I had to, I had to use my, my judgment. Yeah. And it, it felt dirty inside. And it, right. It didn't, it didn't feel like the right thing to be doing. So. Yeah. Uh, no, anyway, I, I agree. I don't want to get too about that, but we just had a huge <laughs> conversation about this over the holidays. I agree with you, and I mean that sounds like an amazing conversation to have over the holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to keep my family, you know, talking about this stuff, but it can get um, kind of sensitive. Yeah. So I try to keep it light. But um, no, no, I agree with you. I think God is just love, mm-hmm. and that is also showing love towards all the parts of yourself that are ugly. And people can come and argue about this, but. I mean, we're all in a work in progress. I really think. I think at the end of the day, if someone truly tries, that is what is important. You're trying. Right. You know, you're trying, you're recognizing, okay, you recognize you'll never be 100%, but not to be sad about that because maybe the possibilities are infinite. Why even have a limit? Maybe we can be greater and greater and greater. (laughs) And I don't just believe that about myself. I believe that about everybody. But again, like I said, I think the state of mind is truly like the God state of mind. Yeah. You know, it's really hard to stay in that place because your ego always gets in the way. And I know this, it's a constant battle. It's a constant battle we all go through. And I guess that's what I feel like. What I have learned in my search is that you keep repeating your life. It's, maybe it's possible and maybe it's just a theory. Maybe it's not true. I'm not sure. I think that until we reach the level of Jesus, we keep coming back and having to learn. <laughs> they're both looking at me like they're guilty. And like what? Who knows? Maybe, you know, there's all these interesting topics. Reincarnation. Maybe one, one day we'll be the dogs. I don't know. I, I, honestly, I don't know. There's so many amazing um, ideas and theories. It's, uh, it feels kind of a sense of relief to know that, hey, these could be the possibilities. Yeah. Because it's better than just it being a void and being Can the unknown. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. So I think we can make it be whatever we want it to be. Maybe that's it. You know, and, and the po- more popular ideas is what gets um, spread in everyone's mind. But 
Yeah, but we don't, nobody knows for sure. Yeah, nobody's nobody knows, and I I mean that's why Nelson, I met you because I understand that one day, like I I don't know what's gonna happen, and I just wanna. I just want to experience life in the best way that I can. Mm. Um, and I'm not trying to hurt anyone in the process. I'm making sure that I do it in a way where I try to make it as meaningful as possible. But it's hard. <laughs> like, come on, come on, we're stuck to our screens. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, again, keeping that divine energy in mind at the end of the day, try to be a good person, try to be kind, try not to make it about money, even though I know we all have to pay bills. Mm-hmm. Um, some some people out there, oh my God, they are in the God energy and they're doing so good. <laughs> um, I, I feel like I'm not there and then that's okay. I, you know, I try to go there, but I think you cannot force yourself to get to that point where you're not in the state of bliss and peace. If you're not there, it's not worth it. So I'd rather be my imperfect self and accept it and be in a place of, acceptance and content then you know it's okay it's okay that i'm not at that level because i don't think you can force yourself to get there i think you have to naturally just get there where it just feels effortless and um again as long as you're trying right 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 and i think we're some of our our harshest critics are ourselves anyway sometimes we you know beat each other up over what Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Or what we're doing and stuff. And if you look around, I mean, some people might look might look up to you. Some people might look up to me? Might look up to you. I mean, yeah. in general. I mean, sometimes you don't think <laughs> you're making a difference, but some people, you know, you might. Yeah. I mean, that's... I'm not doing it so people will look up to me. <laughs> I guess um, I have gone through um some intense experiences and i just um you know want to share that did you share any experiences with us no just um share ideas share um (laughs) yoshi (laughs) he's a character he's so cute (laughs) yeah like what we're doing here you know sharing i think Uh, What I have come across for myself is when I hear someone's story, I think that it has an impact on me learning what they went through. Some of it I can relate to or some of it I can learn from. So if anyone's, you know, trying to listen in and maybe asking, wondering about the same questions that I am and they learn about what answers I have, it may help them because I know it helps me when I come across that. So... And I think it's okay. It's okay to want to express yourself. I, I feel like it's not a narcissistic thing to want to do that. And, um, hey, I work hard. <laughs> and who knows? Um, you know, I do have this other theory that there is this perhaps grand design that we don't understand oh. that exists. There's this oh. grand design. And maybe this is just part of my design. You know, I'm supposed to do this. And maybe I'm just supposed to live my life, express myself. 
in the best way possible. And usually we end up sharing that expression with our family and friends, but when you put it on this technology that that we have available, you get to share it with strangers and like so many other people. (laughs) It's in the cloud forever. (laughs) (laughs) Until the server um, server farm gets uh, destroyed. Well, sometimes you have conversations and you forget about them the next day because of the alcohol (laughs) and I don't think I'm going to forget about this. I think I'm going to think about this and be like, what the... (laughs) I can't believe I opened up to this point, Mm -hmm. but... No, I appreciate it, though. It's very, very interesting. Very nice. Appreciate it. So you never told me what your most um, scariest horror movie or favorite horror movie was. Or the scariest horror movie. Do we need to record this in the podcast? Uh, sure. (laughs) Scariest Uh horror movie. (laughs) <laughs> we just went from like this deep topic to uh, I know I know sorry I think I, I, I was getting uh, felt a little vulnerable maybe I changed the subject <laughs> you go back was that a little too scary sorry yeah, I got like no, really fine. deep there no that's fine that's fine just trying to lighten up the mood a little bit I think <laughs> did, did you like stalk me on social media and you were like I wonder no but I'm going to up. now I'm going now that you know oh! you're a podcaster and everything is that your real God, name on on what? Is that your real name? On the, uh, it is, right? And on the... Podcast, Nilu? That's my real nickname. Yeah. N- yeah. N- is your real, not your real name, though. It's not my real name. Right. Yeah. It's not. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll stalk you. I'll go. See no, what's don't. Up. I'll see what's mm, up. You don't really know my last name, so you're not going to find it. What's up? What else is out there? Podcast? Anything else? Art? <sighs> Any art? Anything creative? Writing. Writing? Oh, yes. Yeah. Nice. Oh, God. Like, um, novels, stories, short stories? Um. Blogs. Blogs. That makes absolute no sense, apparently. Oh, well. Who, who, t- who told you that? What? Who told you it didn't make any sense? Um, I, I assume, I assume it doesn't make sense, so. <laughs> uh, but I try to keep sharing it because I'm wondering if maybe it may make sense, too somebody out there i think and, it's uh, a good exercise to go and and just get everything out of your mind that that you have in your mind and see see uh, see what happens you know if it leads something maybe yeah, put yeah. The puzzles together eventually. exactly so precisely you know it's very similar to what we're doing here this is um just uh conversation communication from who we are so i see the blog as um being in a in a flow state and I consider myself a poetic person mm. because I have been through pain. I know what pain is like. And I think pain can be transmuted, alchemized into beautiful things as well. So that's what I, I try to do. So I try to use my pain, alchemize it. You can't do that with, well, software is art too. You know, coding is art, mm. but it's different. Um, I think it's inevitable that technology will evolve and maybe it is possible that robots will become sentient, but I think it's important who we turn out to be as human beings because if we, because robots, robots are going to carry human data. That's how, you know, that's how they're going to evolve. I think it's part of nature. This is just part of nature. It's what's evolving into. But if we can, I mean, I think we are very powerful where we shape what the next thing of nature is going to be. If we're good, decent human beings, we have empathy, we focus on that, then I think the next 
sentient beings, whatever, you know, nature's evolving into, they will also be with empathy. And they will also be open-minded. They will also be kind. So I think we have important work we're doing here. All our data that is collected in this technology is essentially a mirror of who we are. And those robots will... It's, it's important. It's really important for us to do this internal work. Because and it's not just about... <laughs> It's not about math. <laughs> it's it's not about just the logic all the time. I think there there is a soul thing. And the soul is just universal. It's effortless. It's like in its pure form. Um, logic is the servant. Like I told my friend Nasser, my high school friend, and he's one of the people that have that has come out and literally said that he looks up to me and I'm just like, dude, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I'm still a 13 year old girl (laughs) how can you look up to me I just don't see that Um, but yeah I mean one of the advice he asked and I told him listen and this is something I learned from somebody you know I learned from the community that I was part of that is how how powerful the heart is and the logic is a servant Mm. logic is a servant the heart is a true master is that community, um, they have a, a wide range of, uh, is it very diverse, the community? I mean, just because, yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, guys, guys well, girls, I guess is my biggest question. There's a lot of guys and girls in there? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I just always grown up where, um, and I think it's pretty common, where guys kind of bury their feelings, and, and I love li- living by logic and, and, um, Stuff like that. So I know that's yeah. not healthy, but I know. Well, I also know military people. culture can be like that. That's true. W- would I mean? Would you say, or I don't want to buy? Be um, biased. I, I'm not really sure if military has something to do with it. Um, I think uh, most of the males I know just don't like expressing their emotions or their feelings, and they they kind yeah. of bury it, and it, it becomes, I don't know, bliss happily bliss not not being able you know just concentrating on logic and. Nothing else. Express so. yourself, yeah. Yeah, so like, so I don't know, I don't think it's healthy. But it's I just not. think I just think that's what reality is for a lot of guys. Not a lot. Um Yeah, I think it's maybe this is an extreme term to use, like toxic masculinity. So well here's here's another instance to share. So I think everyone has um like we're all a dichotomy. We're all a dichotomy. We have both the feminine and masculine. We have both those kind of energies mm. um, or frameworks. So the feminine is the caring. You know, it's, it's the healing. It's the emotion. And the, uh, they both are very balanced. We, we need both energies. You have feminine in you and masculine in you. I have feminine in me and masculine in me. Sometimes um, some of us can be more dominant in that energy. Um, like some uh, some guys are more just sensitive and they're dominant in their feminine energy, um, and then some girls are more dominant in their masculine energy. And I think I have come off that way. <laughs> yeah, is it? Do you feel like that's what it truly is, or is it just um, a perception? I think it's a perception. Well, my from my own experiences and how I know myself is, you know, it is unfortunately it is a man's world, and in my life to be able to do the things I needed to do. And to be able to thrive in the environments I needed to thrive, I had to chat about masculine energy. 
Like, you know, when I, if I go out there as a tender, sensitive female, I know I'm going to get eaten up, mm. you know, and, and to survive and to adapt and to really, truly push myself, I feel like I had to channel more of my masculine energy to be able to survive, to be able to be strong, like, um, I guess I've, I've tried to be independent but the world prefers the masculine energy and that's the whole patriarchal, you know, like negative thing about patriarchy, right? It's like a very male-dominated, male-preferred world. Mm. And I think that's why I've connected more with my masculine energy. It's just to be able to survive and navigate so through. Like a suit of armor? Yeah. Mm. So, but... You know, even in my culture, even in my culture, maybe I'm, maybe it's my misconception, but I even see, like, my family and my parents. <laughs> um, they always, I mean, this isn't every family, but I always felt, like, unsafe being in my feminine. Like, I just felt like something bad was going to happen to me. <laughs> like, I always had to be strong. So, you know, I always had to have that strong image. And, yeah, I guess it's just out of fear, basically. And so far, whatever we have on our textbooks and our academics, I think it doesn't even cover the surface. I think there's just so much going on because I think reality in the world is just so complex. There's things we try to make sense of and try to understand, try to give meaning to, but... There are so many things beyond us we don't understand. Um, anything is possible at that point. But, yes. Were You're really your, asking your, me all these crazy <laughs> questions. <laughs> was your family really strict with you growing up? Were they very yeah, conservative? Yeah, they were. Yeah, absolutely. Um, not as conservative as compared to other families, I would say. But I think with me... Um, I've always been a certain rebel. Mm. Um, I couldn't help myself. So I would say, in a way, I think I've also influenced my immediate family, like my parents. I think I've influenced them in my own way by pushing back on some of the things they try to push back on me. And I think I've actually made them a little bit more open-minded. More yeah. Thinking outside the box a little bit. Over, yeah, you know, because out. I'm putting myself out there. I'm being exposed to so many different things, and I bring that home, and I try to share yeah. that with my family, and I try to make them think. Yeah, yeah. I, I noticed that too with the family. Maybe it's a cultural or not a cultural thing, but a generation thing. But um, there's a lot of things that 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 that's been accepted for years, for 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 generations, and then you ask about it. Now, why? Why are we doing that? And they don't have an answer. <laughs> They're just like, well, we always done it that way. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But in a way, I can't even blame them for that. Because when I understand how our brains operate, and I'm like, this is just a state of mind. But I'm so grateful. And even though it's been very, very, very tough, everything that I've been through, I'm so grateful for it. And I feel like I'm privileged. Because, and it is a painful process. It's a painful process to change your mind. It mm, is. Mm, mm, mm. Because we want to be with the familiar. <laughs> we want to. Um, 
It takes I'm, work. I'm always looking to change my mind, actually. I'm always trying to, to and challenge my beliefs um, at times. And um, I think it has something to do with, um, with, with a little bit of, um, of defense, for one thing, because I have to know if someone doesn't agree with me, I got to know what they're thinking in the order to defend it, to, to counteract whatever they're thinking. So I got to, but I like to think that I'm, I'm trying to challenge my own beliefs and trying to keep an open mind, even though I may not um, 100% agree with somebody else. I'm trying, trying to see um, the other side and to see if there's a merit, because there's usually some merit. I mean, yeah. There's, and there's some warning signs. Like I tell some of our younger uh, nephews and nieces, like, if you really want to find out what the truth is, you know, don't, first of all, don't trust anybody. Don't yeah. listen to everybody. Don't take it as, as gospel as word for anything you hear from anybody. Uh, challenge it. Think about it. And, and uh, ask questions. And, uh, like, for, for instance, a lot of times I see, and I'm sure a lot of people, I don't know what this whole tribalism lately with politics and stuff. <laughs> I'm sure people are are definitely uh, sincere in their beliefs and they really believe what's going on. But you got to ask yourself, um, what you got to ask yourself, well, am I being duped, or there's a there's a there's a phrase that that um, my girlfriend used on me once. She said, "You have to stand for something or fall for everything." But she was using it because I wasn't agreeing with her. Mm-hmm. Which, which I don't, I think is the opposite of what that phrase kind of means. You know, I mean, like a lot of times in politics, we see something where one politician does something, and everybody that backs up his side is cheering him on. But when the other side does the exact same thing, then they boo him for the exact same thing. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, do you guys not see that? Does that not make yeah. logical sense to you? I mean. Something's either right or wrong. You gotta you gotta stand up and say, "Is this? Do I accept this?" Because it's um, because it's more difficult to think. It takes effort to think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It does. I guess it does, and it takes time to get informed and and think. And I, I'm assuming I'm assuming you're more on the liberal side of politics, or I I would say so. Okay. I'm I'm not trying to put a label on myself. Yeah, I don't like labels either. Because yeah. I, I like to think of, I call out bullshit where I see it. Right. And I think if one side's doing bullshit, I'm going to call it out yeah. regardless. I'm not going to, I'm not going to defend, I'm not going to agree with someone just because they're on a certain side or have certain colors. Right. So let me tell you a little story. When I first got out of college, I was, uh, just got out of the military. Mm-hmm. So I was more in the conservative side. Okay. politics. Okay. And I remember being a big fan of uh, Rush Limbaugh when I got out of college. Got it. And okay. I was listening to him and one day um, I realized that he was talking a lot of bullshit. Stuff did not make sense. And I'll give you the exact example where it did not make sense. And I realized I gotta stop listening to this guy. This guy is not telling me the truth. This guy is telling me one side of the story only and he will continually only tell me one side of the story and that's not what I want to hear. I want to be well-rounded, informed with everything, but what happened was he. Uh, there was I don't know if you remember in history, and I, I got to look it up, but there were some uh, senators that were molesting pages mm-hmm. in the house. So young guys, young boys that were um, that were um, mm-hmm. helping the senator, volunteering for the senate, they're getting molested. And I remember thinking, I want to hear what Rush has to do about this. I want he is a man in principle. He's going to mm-hmm. lay these guys on their butt. 
And I want him to, um, to, to share that with us. And when I got on the radio, he blamed, he didn't blame them at all. And he blamed the other side completely. Right. Well, and the other side didn't have anything to so do with who's, this. So who's, who's this person you're talking about, Nelson? Because some of our audience may be, hopefully, international. Uh, Rush Limbaugh? Yes, who is oh, he? He's a conservative talk show host. Got where, it. Where he... he uh, of the Republican Party, right? Republican Party. Republican okay. Party. So anyway, he didn't... He didn't he didn't bash the Republicans that were doing this. Instead, he blamed the other side. He came up with all these reasons why the other side was to blame. But when it was so clear that it wasn't the other side, it was the Republicans to blame in this case. I knew he was talking bullshit. And anything that I would hear from now on, it would be one-sided no matter what. I wasn't going to get the first question. So that that point on, I stopped listening to him, and I never listened yeah. to him again, and I, I try to listen to both sides of the story as much as I can. Right. But um, but yeah, he uh, that 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 I, at least I'm proud of myself that I was able to switch my my uh, beliefs, my allegiance at that point, and I think I could still switch. Yeah. Uh, any, anytime someone's calling, I mean, I'm not loyal to anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not paying me for anything. Right. So why should I be loyal? As soon as someone talk, talk starts talking bullshit. I'm going to call it out. I mean, come on. One, one side, I mean, it's not rocket science. One, one side, political party thought it was a good idea to put bleach in your, in your, in your body to kill a virus. Come on. They're, they're, it's, it's bullshit. You got to call bullshit when they're bullshit. If the, if the Democrats do the same thing, yeah. you call them out. Yeah, yeah. So. No, I, I agree. I think we're all just human beings at the end of the day. Hey, you know. what's everybody working about? <laughs> so this podcast is a con- conversation Sorry. between myself, Nelson, and Izzy. our guest experiences appearances, Izzy. the adorable sure. doggies. <laughs> sure that makes the audio sound amazing. <laughs> no. You want a little bit don't more? even fish off the bottle? Uh yeah, sure. And with that said, I think uh, we're going to end the podcast here. <laughs> so thanks yeah, again for talking to you. tuning in to another episode of Conversations with Nilu. So you want to say bye? Hey, hey, it was a pleasure. Bye, everybody. Hopefully we um, talk again soon.